Show number 36 of Look at His Butt for April 1st with your hosts, Leslie Corona and Sid Sharissima. Everybody dance Broadway rhythm It's got me Everybody dance Out on that gay white way In each merry cafe Orchestras play Taking your breath away Broadway rhythm It's got me Everybody sing and dance Oh That Broadway rhythm Riding, beating, rhythm Gotta dance Gotta dance Gotta dance Gotta dance Leslie, do you know what March 24th is? I don't know, Sid. Tell me. It's Don Lockwood's lucky day. Oh. Or should I say, Gene Kelly's oh. lucky day? <laughs> Because that's when they decided to make the Dueling Cavalier into a musical. <laughs> that's right. It that saved is, his career. That is absolutely right. One o'clock in the morning, right? It was one o'clock. Was it one o'clock? It was one o'clock. Yeah, okay. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, as you guys might have figured out by now, we're going to take a moment to um, talk about one of our favorite Gene Kelly movies. Absolutely. Because this is a movie where we get to look at his butt over and over and over oh. again. Oh, you know, and I just get down on my knees and say, thank God for dance belts. <laughs> thank God for dance belts. And high-waisted pants. White ones. <laughs> White high-waisted pants. Oh. Really, I think there is more Gene Kelly butt in this movie than any other movie he made, possibly with the exception of On the Town, because he was wearing a sailor outfit. Right, right. But, you know, the thing is, On the Town, so much of that was filmed outdoors, where here, on the soundstage, mm-hmm. they could specifically light his butt. And I think they did. Yeah. Especially in the Broadway melody number. Well, you know, that the, the technical term for that type of lighting is the Kelly light. <laughs> Bring in some more Kelly Light, boys. We're not getting enough cheek definition when he turns around. And, boy, it was just... He turns around a lot. He likes to show off his butt. Well, wouldn't you? I think so. Wouldn't you? If you were that man. Well, so let's just talk about why this is one of our favorite movies. Okay. Um, I, I love this movie because it's so funny. It is such a funny movie. It's got such a sharp, sharp script. It does, and it's fast. The comedy is really, really fast, and one-liners just go by. And I think just about all of the performances are really good acting performances. There's a lot of very broad humor in here, but rarely does it go over the top. And you know what else is nice is the musical numbers, of course, are great. But the segments in between, the the, the dialogue, mm-hmm. the scenes are also great. So it's all on this wonderful level where you're not, you know, sagging down because, oh, here comes a musical number that doesn't work. Or mm-hmm. here comes a scene that just isn't interesting or funny. It's all sharp and, and, and 
there's nothing wasted up there. Yeah. Um, I was thinking as we were watching, because I haven't watched it probably for four or five years, and um, we were watching the special new DVD edition that just came out, and I have to say, it looks amazing. <sighs> the colors are so bright. I mean, Technicolor just jumping off the screen, and it looks nice and clean and crisp, and the sound is really good. Everything about it looks great. Um, it's one of those movies, and and it reminds me, this is a very strange comparison to make, but it, okay. it reminded me of um, this Disney cartoon called The Aristocats. Okay, you're not you talking about the foul mouth no, 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 Aristocrats. No, 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 the Aristocats. The Aristocats was um, a cartoon made in, I guess, like the mid-60s. And it was supposed to be set in Paris around the turn of the century. Yeah. So it's this weird 60s view of what the early part of the century might have looked like. And there's all these weird, strange anachronisms in it. Like mm-hmm. the cats sing this song, which is clearly like sort of a... It's supposed to be 1910, but it's really a, more of like a later jazz song. I don't know. There's hippies in it and stuff. It's, just, <laughs> it's weird. And, and watching this, you know, it's, it's such a skillful blending of the world as it was in 1951 when it was made and what Hollywood might have been like in the 20s, but not the real Hollywood, sort of the fictionalized Hollywood. It is fictionalized, but they get a lot of of actual 20s stuff in there. Like yeah. like we were talking about the, the scene where they're still filming it as a silent movie mm-hmm. and he's mad at Lena Lamont. Mm-hmm. And so while he's kissing her, he's calling her a reptile <laughs> and saying, I hate you. And there, there was an actual incident in the 20s of some lip readers reading what was actually being said. And some of it, mm-hmm. I guess, was pretty scandalous or, you know, certainly not, I love you, you're beautiful. <laughs> and the, suddenly the studios became concerned. you got to watch what you're talking about. Yeah. In the silent movies yep. because of lip readers. So that was incorporated. Yeah. And that they did things like hide microphones exactly. in bushes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've read that um, a lot of the little incidents that are in there are all based on things that actually yes. happen. So it's, it's got a lot of truth to it. But I was really struck by um, when we were watching the Moses number, which is just so wonderful and so fast and funny and all that, that it's a, you know, it's set in whatever year it's supposed to be. And they're wearing period costumes. 29. And the song is... You can almost imagine it as a 20s song because it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it goes along really well. But the dancing is so 50s and it's so Gene Kelly and so jazz. Right. 50s jazz, not 20s jazz. Right. But it works. I mean, you're not yanked out of it and, and thinking, oh, my God, you know, I'm, I'm watching some weird expressionist dancing. It, it works, but you're aware of both time periods at the same time. And I think that's really yeah. good. But just looking at it, I was just, you know, look, look at the moves that he's put in there. You know, of course, there's tap dancing, but it's not what you would have seen in a, in a 20s tap dancing movie. It, uh, well, and I was just thinking that, that the, the 20s tap dancing movies were, were about precision tap, you yeah, know, sort of the yeah. rockette sort of thing, and very tightly controlled. And they do a little bit of that when they're showing their montage and there's the, the doll. Yeah, the yeah, 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 and that it, really they, looked like Busby Berkeley movies. That yeah. really looked like it. And yeah. then you see this, which is much more free freewheeling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're right. So I, I just thought that that was interesting, and I had never, like, kind of brought it to my mind before as I was watching it. I was doing a little bit of, like, meta-watching as I was seeing it. Um, and... It, uh, we were talking a little bit as we were watching it about how Gene Kelly just really introduced this whole new style of dancing to the movies, so different from what people thought of as dancing before that, which is really typified by Fred Astaire. In the movies. In the think. movies, yeah. right. So, like, partner dancing that was based on ballroom. Mm-hmm. And you, you rarely see Gene Kelly really dancing with a partner the way Fred Astaire ever did. You know, he, he dances with them, but they're not dancing together. 
they're not in the same way. Yeah, yeah, they're dancing their separate parts in whatever the thing that he's choreographed is. Well, and the thing is, too, if you look at it, I think a lot of the Astaire partner numbers, like with Ginger Rogers, because they were ballroom and they were more intimate, they would not work on a live stage. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Kelly numbers, because they are played more front, mm -hmm. not so much focus on your partner, would work as stage numbers and so. do work as stage I numbers. I think so, and you can really see that. I mean, a lot of this is, um, because of the plot, it is supposed to be staged, right? Mm -hmm. Like all the vaudeville numbers. And right. Even the, the things that, that he does, um, the numbers that he does with Donald O'Connor are very stagey. Yeah, the whole Good Morning number is very stagey. I mean, it could be on a stage, yes. right? You can just imagine it like that. And fit as fiddle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> can I tell my Donald O'Connor story? Oh, please. I love that story. <laughs> okay, years ago... When I was um, in Summerstock, I was on the crew in Summerstock, and uh, various shows came through, you know, for a week. They'd play there, and then they'd move on to something else, and they always had a star, but it was never, like, a big star. It was a, a star. We said, we said it was falling stars. <laughs> and uh, he was in one of the shows that came through, and we had just some real bastards that summer and, and a few nice ones, and he was one of the very, very nice, nice ones. And um, I think it's because I have big gorgeous boobs and the first day he met me I had a t-shirt with my name on it on mm -hmm. my big gorgeous boobs but he remembered me he mm -hmm. remembered my name which there were too many people around to learn them all but he knew me and anyway one one night as I say I was on the crew I, I was backstage at the I had something to do I was waiting for my next cue and it was at the entrance from which he was going to come on and uh the play is going on out there and and he says to me who's your favorite actor and I said, well, I'm no dope. I'm going to say you. <laughs> and he said, no, who's your favorite actor? And I, I was so tired. We'd been working so hard. I couldn't think of anyone. And uh, so one of the other crew, we had been watching uh, Prisoner of Zenda mm -hmm. a few nights earlier, said to him, well, she really likes Ronald Coleman. So he went out and did the first act of this play as Ronald Coleman. <laughs> With no explanation to anybody, to the other actors, to the audience, or anything. He just was Ronald Coleman all the way through Act 1. Oh, that's so funny. It was just such a sweet, uh, funny thing for him to do. It was funny him to do. That is great. That is so cool. He was he, a neat guy. He, he is wonderful in this movie. Oh. Just so energetic and funny and... Um, scene stealing but not in an obnoxious way no. you know he's just there and I, I was actually trying to watch him a little bit watching his reactions when other people were talking mm -hmm. and and he's he's there he's, he's always very present yeah very present and um i was thinking as we were watching the make him laugh number which is incredibly athletic and has all this complicated stuff however many takes it took to do that in the final version what what shows up on the screen he is just as enthusiastic and as spontaneous as the first time right. around that he did it. I mean, it really looks spontaneous. It doesn't look like it's staged. It looks like he's making it up. Right. You know, that's so cool. Well, you know, in the in the summer stock where I was, um, after the show, the, the star would always come out and do like a little curtain speech. And mm -hmm. some of them did a Q&A, you know, whatever they felt like doing. And this, this particular summer stock was theater in the round. And he came out and he told the audience, and I love this, he said, you know, I am so glad to be doing this in theater in the round because... Every other theater I play in, they ask me to run up the proscenium. <laughs> and he said, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I love that number. I, I just, I love all the acting in this. It's so good. And, of course, Gene Hagen, who is so wonderful as Lena Lamont. 
it could have been something where she went totally over the top, mm-hmm. but she doesn't do that. I mean, it's pushing the line really, it is. really hard, but it's it's just so good. And for it, it, the trap she doesn't fall into is when you're doing a funny voice character, mm-hmm. a lot of times that becomes a whole character, or you do it all in the same funny voice. Mm-hmm. And she does a full vocal range. Like, that's the way she talks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> oh, she's so good. And whoever, I mean, the lines are just wonderful, the things that they gave her to say. Like Kelvin Coolidge, <laughs> take it, her! <laughs> yeah, it's it's surprising watching this, how many lines from that are, you know, like catchphrases for me yeah. in, in my life, maybe not for all of society, but you can always get a big laugh out of me by saying, I ain't people! <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way she says, a shining star in the firmament <laughs> says so, so right, right there. here. <laughs> so pleased with her. She's so. great. And and I love when she's she's reading the contract and she's got it memorized. Is it paragraph twenty five, the party of the first part? And then there's the pause. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so, so pleased with so herself. So taken with herself. And and I was noticing in watching it again too that she does the pose. Like, every time she appears for the first time on the screen, she's got that weird 20s model pose and, mm-hmm. and a clutch bag under her left arm, always. 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 Even no matter where she, she has is. a contract, it's a big clutch bag it's with her contract in it. Every time you see her, she's got a bag under her arm. It's you so know what funny. I noticed in this for the first time ever? What? And it's because the DVD is so cleaned up. At the end of Fit as a Fiddle, da 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 a big flower comes out of the end. Of oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, you know, I was I was noticing that, and I wondered if I had ever noticed that before. I had never seen it. Before. I also noticed in that that number that um, just toward the end of the number, the bow that Donald O'Connor has holding the strings are all broken. They're flying around in the air as he's gesturing, <laughs> and I'm like wondering if they're going to smack Gene Kelly across the face because really? they're just like waving wow. around. But you know, that was the best take, so they kept that mm-hmm. one despite that. Well, they didn't know with DVD technology, we would all <laughs> we would be, actually be watching able to it, see it so carefully. Oh, man, everything is good. And we were also talking that um, we each like some of the songs better than other songs. And I was saying that um, You Are My Lucky Star is one of my least favorite songs of all time, only because when I was in choir, we had to sing it. And it was a hard song to sing, and we sang it so many times, and we could never get it right. And the, the director had just made up this totally strange, funky arrangement with Ew. weird rhythms and I just have really hated it ever since which is too bad because it's the last song in the movie you're 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 marked you're scarred it for did. life by that it song. totally scarred me and, yeah and I'm sad because of it but that's all right there's lots of other good songs the song that scarred me for life from choir is um you'll never walk alone <laughs> and it really made me hate the entire show of carousel when I uh, I finally did it oh I was in the chorus oh. of that and it was like here it comes <laughs> We have to stand out there and swing it like we mean it. <laughs> Pretty awful. Oh, man. So now, there's a green girl in this movie. There's a green girl. Amazing. Uh, it, it, it is truly amazing yeah. in the... Uh, in the um, Broadway Melody. Broadway Melody in the sexy, oh, sexy extremely dance sexy. number with yeah. Sid Cherise. Yes. My name's Your namesake, yes. Not only is she in a green dress, but she's got green tights. Green tights on, which look very, very good on her. Do you think he did her? Yeah. Really? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think he must. I mean, why not? Yeah, well, I'd do her. <laughs> she's gorgeous. <laughs> she looked great. I was noticing how carefully um, 
the colors are arranged in that scene. You know, she's got the bright green mm-hmm. outfit, and, and he's got the very yellow vest. Mm-hmm. And so their colors are contrasting, but they both have that pitch black hair, and she's got that Louise Brooks Bob thing going on. Right. So they, like, the hair matches, but nothing else does. So it's kind of cool. I, mm-hmm. I think that visually it's very interesting. Well, and it's an amazing performance, I think, what she does, because she has no lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's only in... The, that that, that main ballet number, yeah. the big number, and she communicates a whole character, a whole story, mm-hmm. all through the movement and the choreography. She she has no lyrics, and it's it's just it's the sexiest thing to mm-hmm. watch her taunt him and manipulate him. Mm-hmm. And when he finally pulls her to him, I remember the first time I saw. Oh, that. it's amazing! I, mean, I got electric. It's one of the best scenes ever. Yeah. It's so well executed. It looks effortless. And, you know, what what did it take for him to pull her off the floor and her to, like, do whatever she did to get up in the right. air like that? But when, when <sighs> but the, the, the stunning thing about that is, okay, it's really sexy. He's fed up and he pulls her to yeah. him. And she gives him this look like, oh, that's exactly what I want. It's the first time she smiles. <gasps> yeah. Before that, she has a pretty much a stone face. And she oh, gives him that real yeah. cat-like smile as soon as she's in his arms like that. I know. It's really wonderful. It's hot. And, and, she, and she's green. And she's green. And she's green. She's totally green. Those yeah. green chicks, there's something about there's them. There's something about them. And, you know, I'm really amazed that more movies and, and, and TV shows and stuff just didn't pick up on... The green thing? On the green thing. Definitely. Well, you know, it's the combination of the green girl and the tight pants. <sighs> and the fact that in most of the Broadway Melody number, um, he's definitely dressed to the left. I mean, yeah. you see it there. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. And, you know, even with this, the loose pants in the front and all that, it's mm-hmm. there. It's there. Definitely there. It's there. But again, the... <laughs> the butt. The butt. You know, my hands are up and cupping it. It's just... The Gene Kelly butt. It's the right Gene there. Kelly butt. He also has amazing thighs. I mean, you get to see quite a lot in this movie. And, and the arm oh. muscles. Did you notice he had a couple oh. scenes where the... the yeah. I swear they costumed him with yeah, the shirt rolled, rolled up. see the biceps. But, I mean... Short sleeves will not have the same effect as a rolled, a rolled sleeve. sleeve. And his arms are all tan. Arms. Yeah. Looking pretty he good. He was working out. Yeah, he looked great. He's hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we saw another good butt like that for about, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> I, I wonder who would win in a contest against Gene Kelly's butt. As having a better butt? Yeah. God, you know, it would be really tough because, first of all, dancers, most of them do have good butts because yeah. they've worked up those muscles. Yeah. But um, yeah. some people are naturally blessed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Maybe we should look around and try and find some pictures. Okay. Of another butt that measures up to Gene Kelly's butt. And wow. And we could put it up on the blog and people could vote. We could have a contest? Yeah, we could yeah. have a little contest. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah I think that would be See good. if we can find something, you know, in white. Okay. Because white really, really... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. look for that. Now, did you... I never caught this before, and I think this is in the cleaned-up DVD, mm-hmm. makes it a little more evident. You know, the scene right before the Singing in the Rain number where he takes Kathy Seldon home, and mm-hmm. they're they're in the doorway, and they're just sort of saying goodnight, and they kiss, and it's all <laughs> kind of In that chaste way. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, in the DVD, there's, there's some real sexual tension there, and I got the feeling, you know, that, that uh, Debbie Reynolds was... I don't know, going into Pond Far. <laughs> she was definitely exuding something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because they were kind of lingering kisses. Okay, let's see if this works. Okay. I'm going to do a little musical vamp, and you come in singing, singing in the rain. We'll see if it works, okay? <laughs> like, how do you want me to sing it? Like, all jaunty or sexy? Whatever it comes to you as. <laughs> Are you ready? 
I could try. Singing. In the rain! <laughs> I can't even sing it anymore. Yeah. But that works. It I does. It works. Yeah. It does. Yeah. She's going into her apartment. It's kind of dark. Cave-like. Cave-like. It's raining. It's raining. Yeah. Yeah. There are possibilities. There. And, you know, earlier in the movie, here's another parallel. Earlier in the movie, how did they meet? A car broke down. That's right. A car broke down. And then later on in the movie, when she gets pissed off at him, Oh, no, no, it's right at the beginning when she, she throws that uh, bowl of plumbing soup at him. Is that oh, what right, happens? Right, right, she throws right. it right at him. It, yeah, at the big misses. party. Yeah. But it misses and it hits misses. Lena. Lena in the face. Yeah. Yeah, that got, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, re- I, I'm really glad, you know, that years later somebody tied that all together in, in a dramatic yeah. thing. I wouldn't have think it, thought it had been done because it was done so well in a musical comedy. Yeah. But to make that the center piece drama of uh-huh. a television show years later as an homage yeah I and you know so. come to think of it i think captain kirk's butt probably <gasps> rivals gene Kelly's. you think so i think so oh, i think so that's interesting yeah you know it's kind of too bad that uh starfleet didn't have dress whites oh Ooh. that would have been nice yeah. that would have been very nice yeah like like those um the dress uniforms they have in the navy yeah. 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 Those are good. That would that be. Nice sharp crease right down the front. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Gosh. You know, we should we should probably get hold of some of those old TV shows and watch them. We should. They'd be good. Yeah. Are there, is there any singing or dancing in them? <sighs> There's some weird flamenco number where they're in the one where they're pretending to be horsies. I remember that. I remember some singing. I remember some hippies singing, but that was oh, really bad. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the the woman who worked on the bridge. Uhura. Uhura. Yeah, the special opera. Oh, she woman. could sing. Captain Uhura. Yeah, she yeah, could sing. Yeah, she could sing. She could sing. That's right. Yeah, there was some singing. There wasn't much. There certainly weren't production numbers. <laughs> there should have been. There should have been. That would have been good. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, what's a, what's a, what's a spaceship without a production number? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love this movie. I do too. And I'm really glad we watched the. I, I'm the glad you got the, the DVD version because that was that was good. That was almost like seeing it for the first time. It was, it was so sharp and so clear. And God, the the cheek definition. <sighs> the oh, 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 it was good. Yeah, and um, interestingly enough, the the star. Was probably wearing a toupee. Yeah. 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 It looked good. It was a good one. It was one. a damn good toupee, yeah. I think. You know what else I want us to do? Right. On an upcoming show. Mm-hmm. I want us to to read some of that really good Singing in the Rain fanfic. <gasps> what a great idea. Wouldn't that be good? That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that, 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 that really, really icky story with, um, <laughs> with Cosmo and the director? <laughs> That was horrible. Boy, they went to Hawaii. Oh, man. That was so terrible. (laughs) Remember the one one where Don Lockwood went into a coma and it was Christmas? Oh, my God. And And remember we were playing Wake the Comatose Choreographer? That's right. Oh, my God. And everybody came in doing these different musical numbers. And they they were doing And they had Carmen Miranda come in, and that didn't work. (laughs) 
everybody coming in and nothing worked. Yeah. 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 There's some really bad singing in the rain fanfic, but there's some really, really good there stuff. And I'm really proud of the, some of the stuff I've written. You've done a great job. And, and you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a big part of our lives. It has. Well, Lena, I think that kind of wraps our special <laughs> tribute to Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. We love Singing in the Rain. Um, so we'll be back with another show in which we talk about a butt <laughs> in about a week or so. But in the meantime, we encourage you all to go out and watch Singing in the Rain. And, and, and we do. enjoy the hell out of it. And, and we also have, have one final message in case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> From look at his butt. Look at his butt, because you know there are other butts to look at, and this was a good one. This is a good one. One of the best. It was dancing. Oh, okay, you guys. We'll talk to you next time. It has a fiddle ready for love. I can jump over the moon up above. It has a fiddle and ready for love. Haven't a worry. Ha-cha-cha. I did a little, my baby's okay. Ask me a little, what does she say? Then as a fiddle and ready for love. Soon the church bells will be ringing, and the march with my ma. How's the church bells will be ringing with a hang nanny nanny and a ha-cha-cha